This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR News. The news others choose. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Hello there, welcome to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante. Top stories. Sign up for IMF support immediately at Oforsent Health Government. President Akufado to chair current cabinet retreat to decide between Bill and IMF bailout. On International Front News Channel, Outies UK line sent revoked by Ofcom. These are more stories after the break. Stay tuned. Taking you back in the day. This is DJ Kobe Rich, the Return Selector. Join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. GMT for International Drive Time Show. Whether you are driving home, finishing a shift, I promise to make it an engaging and interesting one. You can also listen back by visiting our website or why not take us into your pocket by downloading the Ghana Talks Radio app via iOS and play store. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. GTR News. The news others choose. You're warmly welcome back from the break to a first story. The vice chancellor of the Kofuridio Technical University says more ongoing infrastructure projects in the university have come to a standstill due to financial challenges. This, he said, is as a result of the delay in the release of statutory funds by the government coupled with the effects of COVID-19 on the economy. Professor David Kofi Esuman expressed this worry during the annual conference of the Kofuridio Technical University Alumina Association held at the university. According to him, multi-purpose building complex comprising of 2,500 capacity classrooms, 120 offices for lecturers, and auditoriums being constructed to increase accessibility and accommodate the exponential increase of student populations has stalled. Also, a hospital project under construction to serve the university community has similarly been stalled. They the effect of COVID has affected so many things. The government is not getting all the resources to finish these programs that we have embarked on. And again, the government is also doing several things in the country. For example, the free SHS, that is the capital intensive, has also joined the government. So these are all affected the inflow of money to support the project. That's why we are all doing our part. So now we want to appeal to other philanthropists, members of the community to also support the effort of the government to get most of these projects completely, he said. To Ernesto, the Executive Secretary of the Civil and Local Government Staff Association of Ghana Closac, Dr. Isaac Bampo-Addo, has confirmed the sacking of 20 civil servants by the head of the civil service for engaging in partisan politics. In an interview, Dr. Bampo-Addo said the victims fell far off the law. Their dismissal was in line with the Supreme Court's ruling in 2017 that held uh, that the number of civil service or local government service cannot contest for elections other than local government elections or hold a political party position. Last year, about 20 of our members were dismissed for involving themselves in partisan activities. So why should 
a known personal assistant of a minister. No. She had an office at the Ministry of Local. She had an office, a big office. Everybody knows. How can she be appointed to act? It's a clear violation of the Supreme Court ruling. So our members have been dismissed. So you yourself. So what should be done to those who have done this appointment? Or even to where? Should they not be dismissed? Or else, if you think it's right, the news. The news others choose. The Member of Parliament for Akim Suwajo Kennedy, Nyako Ose, has suggested that government should suspend its flagship-free SHS policy. He said other social intervention policies such as school feeding, planting for food and jobs, and the Nation Builders Corps program, as well as payment of the teacher and nursing trainee allowances should also be suspended. The MP proposed these measures in wake of the growing public concerns over the raging economic challenges. In a Facebook post, on Thursday, the chairperson of Roads and Transport Committee opined that government can channel monies that will occur into other productive sectors to revive the aligned economy. He explained that government could recoup about 5 billion cities to 6 billion cities if it suspends the aforementioned social intervention programs. I don't you uh, suspend this Five, uh, let's say social intervention. Put what are these five specific? Well, uh, yeah. you say you've read you. Yeah, for my mind, you have you well, well, I mean, I was saying that hmm. why? Well, those people who are benefiting the uh, school uh, free SHS, those benefiting the NAPCO, those benefiting the they don't see that what government is doing is a form of sacrifices. And they are still calling on government that things are very tough. Government should take a decision that let me suspend and move that fund, save that money, and move it to areas that they think that these people will have that kind of, uh, will improve their economic condition. Still on local stories. The hashtag fills the country movement has confirmed the release of uh, their convener from police custody of its leader convener. I'm talking of Oliver Baker from war. This comes uh, 24 hours after he was granted two million cities bail by the Tema High Court on Wednesday, March 16th. Mr. Baker's bail condition included providing two shorties, one of whom should deposit document to his land property in execution of the bill. The activist should be spent last night at home, but for the development of the Lands Commission was yet to confirm some of the landed properties requested as part of his bill conditions. The activists should have spent last night at home, but it happened. But speaking to the uh, member of the group, Felicity Nelson, she explained that his departure from police custody has eventually been finalized. To speak now, uh, my convener, Oliver, or what he's here? Yeah, oh, he's just been released? Yeah, like, no thing. it wasn't available. No one knew me be our part. Duty on you, duty on you. 
The treatment being meted out to Oliver Baker Votmavor, the PhD student at the University of Cambridge in the United Kingdom, has alarmed university officials. The university says information available to it indicates that the hashtag fits the country movement lead. Convener is not being taken through due process. Mr. Baker is facing treason felony charges after a social media post threatening a coup. Prior to his release on Thursday, Cambridge University statements call for a fair hearing for the hashtag face the country convener. The university is closely monitoring development. We welcome the news that Oliver was granted bail by a court on 16th of March, but we note that concerns that, according to the latest information we have received, Oliver has not yet been released on bail. Part of the statement read, the university added that the vice-chancellor has written to Ghanaian authorities to express his concerns of Oliver's welfare, requesting that the rule of law be applied and that Oliver be granted access to a fair trial. You are still tuning to the Afternoon News on Ghana Talks Radio. Away from the local stories, some business stories, and amidst the growing depreciation of the city and the recent increment in fuel prices, government is expected to hold a crunch cabinet meeting to find solutions to the raging economic challenges. The meeting is expected to take place at the Pedrasi Lodge from Thursday, 17th of March to Sunday, March 20th, 2022. The deliberations will be chaired by President Okufado together with the MPP MPs, ministers, government appointees, and the governing New Patriotic Party leadership. According to sources, the meeting will discuss whether government should continue to push through with e-levy bill or restore to the International Monetary Fund, IMF, in the face of the current fiscal hurdles. Confirming the retreat on Thursday, the sources further states that the meeting will discuss other pertinent issues relating to the country's development. Meanwhile, an economist and former board chairman of the Ghana Revenue Authority, GRA, Professor Stephen Adai, has refuted claims that Ghana's economy is on the verge of collapse. To a next business story, ranking member of the Parliament's Finance Committee, Kassel Atofursen, has urged government to sign up for supports from the International Monetary Fund, IMF, immediately. Speaking to the press on Thursday, he said the government should take a decision that will preserve the bright prospects of this country. According to Dr. Forsen, while the country is heading towards clearly, it looks like we are going to have an accident on the way. Let's listen to him. The news others choose. Prospect of this country. 
by going to the IMF. I say this for a simple reason. That's where the country is heading towards. Clearly, it looks like we are going to have an accident on the way. Accident in the sense that the way the economy is being run, the levels of our debt, the rate at which inflation is going up, the rate at which that our city is depreciating, we are losing so much reserves in a very short period of time. Clearly, everything points to an accident that is about to hit us as a country. Now I'm urging the government to avert that accident by signing on to an IMF program immediately. Let me say that a homegrown um, posture or a homegrown program will mean that you have to first show evidence that that homegrown program is going to work. You should indeed have an evidence uh, showing clearly that those policies you are going to put on the table is going to yield some results. Unfortunately, evidence we've seen from 2020-2021 suggests that government does not have the political will to implement a homegrown policy. That will indeed reverse the fiscal imbalances that we are seeing. I mean, what evidence, what evidence do you have to back that, particularly when we know, and you've been accused, I'm sure you've heard that, that you are sabotaging government even when it attempted to make its first move to raise in, uh, internally generated funds through the e-levy. You've stated your position on the matter. You say it's not the way to go. So it's as though you are tying the hands of government ex and expecting that something will, will, will come out from, from their policy measures. I, I will deal with the issue of revenue right but let me first before address the issue of homegrown. Okay, then. The reality is that consistently, this government has been posting a fiscal deficit since 2018. That is obviously not sustainable. That has driven all of us to that ditch. And we've seen debt growing at a level that is not acceptable. Today, our public debt, I'm sure the central bank is about to announce it. But um, the fact is our public debt has exceeded 80%. Fact from my mathematics, the numbers that I have seen and I've worked it out, the public debt plus energy sector levies act, the bill the, the amount that we have borrowed on the back of the Esla bonds and the sign of Duty our news. The news others choose. On international front, one person has been killed and four wounded after debris from the drowned Russian missile fell on a residential building in the northern part of the Kiev. Emergency services says services said 12 people were rescued and 96 were evacuated from the five-story building in the Podesky district. Photos shared by emergency services show firefighters battling to control a place amid badly damaged buildings, burnt-out vehicles and a large crater. Rescues efforts are ongoing, they said. Russia's defense ministry says separatists in eastern Ukraine will help from Russia's armed forces are tightening the news around the Ukrainian city of Mariupol, Russia's RIA Novosti News Agency report. The ministry adds that fighting is ongoing in the center of Mariupol. This morning, the Institute for the Study of War, a U.S. think tank, said Mariupol is likely to fall in coming weeks amid the sustained Russian assault. On Wednesday, Mariupol's theater, where civilians were sheltering, was destroyed with the Ukrainian authorities saying it has been shelled by Russia. 
The African Development Bank, AFDB, plans to raise $1 billion, that is 759 million euros, in a week's time to support agricultural production in Africa and shield the continent from potential food shortages arising from the ongoing Russian invasion of Ukraine. Most African countries rely on the two wiry nations for their grain supplies. Somalia, Benin, Egypt, and Sudan top the list of countries that heavily rely on Russia and Ukraine, with more than 70% of their wheat coming from the two countries. The multilateral letter says it will convene a meeting of finance and agricultural ministers in Africa to roll out that plan. We move to Ethiopia, and Ethiopia's government has denied claims that it is blocking aid from reaching the Tigray region, where there has been conflict more than a year. The World Health Organization, WHO Director General Detros Gabri Jesus, has called on the government to end the blockade that has hampered humanitarian supplies delivery to Tigray. But Ethiopia's communication minister, Legesa Tulu, said the WHO should blame the Tigray People's Liberation Front for the blockade and not the government. He said the rebels has deliberately blocked access. The conflict in Tigray began in November 2020 when Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed ordered a military offensive against against regional forces, more than one million people have been left homeless. To some entertainment stories, Russian state-backed news channel RT has had its license to broadcast in the UK revoked with immediate effect, media regulator Ofcom has said. We do not consider RT's licenses Arno TV, Novesky, fit and proper to hold a UK broadcast licenses. It explained Ofcom is carrying out 29 investigations into the dual impartiality of RT's news and current affairs coverage of Russian invasion of Ukraine. The channel has already disappeared from all broadcast platforms in the UK. It was removed earlier this month as a result of a ban imposed by European Union. Thank you so much for tuning in to the afternoon news. This is where I draw the curtains on it. You can log on to our website, www.ganatalksradio.com, for more news updates. Stay tuned for the Sport Tidbit. My name is Sandra Asante. Enjoy your afternoon. GTR News. The news others choose. All weekend, all, all the hits. All, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Sports. GTR Sports. Join us on GTR for global tidbits and soccer. Tennis, boxing, and many other sporting activities. What a good shot! Tune in to GTR. What a stadium, what a stadium. Yes, it's time for the sport debate on Ghana Talks Radio with me, Sandra Asante, and I welcome you to it. So for the first time in the history of our sport in Ghana, particularly in football, electronic tickets, yes, purchasing for the game has been launched and also playing in Kumasi, but for Nigeria, that is what a Ghanaian player, I'm talking of Adiman Badu, is saying, so don't go anywhere, we'll be back with more stories for you. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. GTR Spores. GTR Spores.
Welcome back from the break. So, Alex, it will be scored in the ninth minute of stoppage time as desperate Everton secure what could have been a precious three point in the battle with relegation following one goal to nil win over Newcastle United in the Premier League on Thursday. Everton had been you know, reduced to 10 men following a red card for midfielder Allen on 83rd minute, but rolled on by a phosphorus home crowd found a winning moment as. In Wobi, combined with Dominic, yes, Calvert Levin, and the side footed the ball into the net. The highlights. What a difference it would make to go a goal in front, having conceded the first in 14 of the last 17 Premier League games. But there's a header on target. With Ben Godfrey, I should say, rising. Yeah, he left well. Newcastle counter attacking. Almiron, oh, he's got the better of Godfrey, still going Almiron, there's the cutback, and Begovic with the save, and hooked away by Decore. Whether it was going in remains to be seen. Well, I don't think Wood is offside there, but the flag appeared to uh, go up against him. Gordon nicks it away from Willock, gets a shot away, good save to Bravka. Anthony Gordon at his best, skipping away from a challenge and rifling one towards goal. Dubravka forced into a flying save. Murphy inside for Joe Linton. St. Maximum. Coleman got the challenge in and won the ball back for Everton. And Iwobi is through to play it in for Calvert Lewin. Can he get a shot at Yuzi Iwobi! Everton are in front! What a big goal! Goodison Park erupts! There's been tension in the air throughout. A feisty encounter here at Goodison Park. A high-pressured affair. And Alexi Wobi breaks through to put Everton in front. And we're in the ninth minute of stoppage time. Yeah, so that was how he will be denied for Everton. So, electronical ticket, e-ticket purchase has been introduced for the 2022 FIFA World Cup qualifiers between Ghana and Nigeria, which will be played at the Kumase Baba Yara Sports Stadium on March 25th, 2022. We've been looking forward to this game because it has a lot of, you know, up and downs on it. So, the online ticketing uh, purchase platform, yes, uh, will be launched. It has been launched already, uh, President uh, Vice President. President Dr. Mohamedou Baumia, yes, and Pure Sports sources, they have revealed that today. So let's listen to the sports minister on. Times, even when they are supposed to, there is a maintenance manual, a maintenance shadow, even when they are supposed to write to the, the, the headquarters, that's the sports authority, they might just collect and use, which is against the law. So we are centralizing it, but we are digitizing all the collection points. And currently we are going to, and for the information of the committee, the first uh, the match against Nigeria will be digitizing all the ticketing points so that there will be transparency in the collection so that whoever, the, the sharing will be done to all key stakeholders without any challenges so that we can get enough to be able to uh, maintain our facilities. 
I just wanted to uh, uh, put it to you that we are taking measures to ensure that this doesn't uh, occur again. Yeah, so that was uh, the sports minister. Also, marketing director of Ticket Lake, yes, Hillary uh, Dari, also talk about the reason why they are actually taking it to ticketing, uh, electronic ticketing now, and also uh, the processes to go through. The issue of fraud on the market, yeah. um, it's going to help us account more. I mean, when we face the pandemic, um, you, you wouldn't have people going to the stadium and you wouldn't be able to um, do a contact tracing of people if anything should happen. But with an e-ticketing system, you're able to check all these things electronically and make sure that everything is accountable there. There's the convenience for the users where buying a ticket, you do not have to go through the, the hassle of joining queues to get tickets, but now everything is mainstream. So just a tap on your phone and you have your tickets with global ticketing wherever we have our um our footballers going we yeah. can follow them now our ministers and our football agencies do not have to think of the difficult and cumbersome way of getting tickets to people out there yeah. but then with ticketing systems electronically we can follow them and then we can sell the tickets for them so we believe that it helps um, increase the revenue baseline of our sports industry very much. And then um, we're able to do away with a lot of the fraud, do away with even the carbon print of, 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 of printing. USSD is yeah. one of the common ways of um, buying tickets. Um, of course, it comes with its uh, pros and cons, and you have to spend a lot of money buying the code and then um, issuing the code out for people to buy tickets. Yeah. We have RFID systems where we could easily have people have a card or a tag they take to the stadium and they just tap and enter very easy, easy yeah yes and then we also have um the 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 apps on phones where people could easily download the app and then just buy the tickets from the comfort of their phones and then take to games that they want to attend. Yes, yeah, so that was Hilary Adari, the marketing director of Ticket uh, League, the ones that are in connection with the electronic ticketing for the playoffs against Ghana and uh, Nigeria. So the online ticketing purchase platform, yes, it is on. So if you want to get tickets for yourself, the short code for the purchase of the MAT tickets, which has already been configured for all networks, will be star seven one one hash yeah subscribers will only have to follow the message prompt after initiating your ticketing purchase style 711 hash and also if you want to do it like you know in an app or website form you go to the website or you get the app you sign up or you buy as a guest you select the match maybe ghana versus nigeria you select tickets class and quantity if you want to buy seven you know five for your family members and one for yourself you can also choose that after that you choose payment option you make payment and you receive a ticket via email or sms or also ticket wallet so it's really really as uh, simple to get yourself a ticket so that you wouldn't be able to miss the playoffs between ghana and nigeria so still on the soccer stories 
Chairman, yes, the Chalka Chairman Kojo Afiano says, until we identify and invest in the local uh, component of football, we will always face challenges. He added that government and officials should give more attention and throw more light on local teams as they are a huge part of Ghana football. So this is exactly what he said. There is a need to throw a spotlight on the local teams. Let's bring the local component of the game first. Mr. Fianco also justifying his statement said that the Blacksters have received all the spotlights especially from the government, and that makes Ghana football uh, very shaky. So further on, he questioned the state of Ghana football with a statement saying, does it mean that if Black Stars collapse, Ghana football collapses? It is a big question uh, to you listeners. So uh, share us your thoughts on our social media platforms at Ghana Talks Radio. Do you, do you also balls. believe that if Black Star collapses, the football, uh, Ghana football also collapses? So emphasizing on the need uh, for more investment and sponsorship, Mr. Fianco said more money should be pumped into our local teams as the major ones have uh, come far because the club leaders made sacrifices and invested in them for them to be what they are today. So I think this is the best advice that DFA should listen to. So away from him, former Udinese midfielder Emmanuel Ajeman Bedu uh, believes Ghana's venue change from Cape Coast to Kumasi for the upcoming 2022 World Cup qualifiers again Nigeria bodes well for the Black Stars. That's what he's saying. So initially we know that uh, it was, they were to host the Super Eagles in the first leg fixture at the Cape Coast Stadium. But the Black Stars are now built to take on familiar foes at the Crossport Stadium after calf rejection, the original choice for not meeting the requirements. So he said playing matches in Kumasi are so special. Uh, he represented Ghana at the 2014 World Cup as well. And he continued by saying, personally, I love playing there and I hope our guys will be very ready for the game against Nigeria. I want to be in Qatar. Even if I am not in the team, I want to uh, watch the World Cup in Qatar. So I want my country to beat Nigeria and qualify. He said that the Black Stars uh, players don't need any motivation from anyone to play and win against Nigeria. He said, I think the game is big enough for the boys to motivate themselves and win uh, to make Ghana proud. We hope that they'll be able to win and make Ghana proud on that. So, still on the, you know, playoffs related stories, news of Leicester City midfielder Wilfred Ndidi's injury has hit Nigerians badly ahead of their March-anticipated game against the Black Stars of Ghana on Friday, 25th of March 2022. So Nigeria have been handed a very devastating blow as midfielder, I'm talking of Wilfred Ndidi, is reported to uh, be a doubt for the game against Ghana at the Babayara Sports Stadium. Leicester City manager Brayden Rogers confirmed the unfortunate news after the Europa League game against French side stayed at uh, Rene. So they said, though, the extended the extent of the injury is yet to be known, but it seems the uh, combative medfitter suffered a hinge around the, uh, you know, media alignment in his knee and maybe out of the Nigerian squad. That is really, really uh, a very tough one uh, for them. But Nigerians on social media have reacted sadly to the news of Wilfred Ndidi's injury and are wondering how they can face the Black Stars with the likes of 
Thomas departing without their midfielder in general. It is really, really bad. But definitely, they will find something uh, to fix it and to uh, make it happen. Absolutely. So, away from the soccer stories in athletics today, the Diamond League of Track and Field Competitions have banned Russian authorized uh, neutral athletes, that is ANA and Belarusian athletes, from its event for the foreseeable future, organizers said, following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It's really sad. But in cricket today, Bangladesh, they fell agonically short of one of the biggest shocks in Women's World Cup history against West Indies, who escaped with a four-run win. Also, in a game in which 17 wickets fell to Spain, uh, West Indies needed Shiani Campbell's 53 not out to get 104. Nice, so they were able to squeeze the huge Bangladesh scare. They have really shut them down. So in tennis today, Cameroonian Nori's Indian Wales title defense was ended by a rising 18-year-old Carlos Alcaraz, who will face Rafael Nadal unbeaten in 2022. Next, Britain's Nori lost the quarterfinal 6-4-6-3 to Alcaraz, who became the second-youngest male semi-finalist in Indian Wells history. So also, this spreading out, uh, you know, Alcaraz reached the quarterfinals at last year's U.S. Open as well. And Nadal won with 19 consecutive match since the start of the year with 7-6-7-0-5-7-6-4 win over Nick Kiros. Talking about Nick Kiros, he's here and he had a very typical direct message for his reckless after his loss to Rafael Nadal at uh, Indian Wells on Thursday. Uh, don't tell me how to play, just be quiet. You know, the frustrations that happens because sometimes it's not easy and it's not that flexible to see yourself being defeated, losing. That's what happens is everywhere if we all know that but in f1 today mclaren driver lando norris believed that he is ready to go toe to toe with lewis hamilton and max verstappen at the top of formula one the 20 year old uh, brighton has into his fourth f1 season not sure where his team are in the terms of competitiveness but he believes that he has developed to a point where he has what it takes to win if the car is quick so let's listen to him on that i'll be back Form. You go from a car which has um, like this one, a massive front and rear wing, producing downforce. The wind basically pushes the car down into the ground, whereas this year the air tries to get uh, channeled under the car, which creates more of a, a suction to the ground rather than a pushing down to the ground. Everything that's done for this year is to try and make the racing better. You don't necessarily want to see a massive slipstream and people just overtaking on the straights as easily. What you want is to see them battling around the corners a little bit more and that's when you see more contact and more battles, you know, and, and, and better racing. It's definitely in the, the right direction. Of course, what happened is controversial. Everyone knows that. People make mistakes. I guess you never want to see someone who deserves to win a championship or should win a championship lose it through a, a change, which uh, is unexpected and, and shouldn't kind of happen. So um, as long as it's fair, I think that's all we want is fairness. We want consistency as drivers and as teams. And um, as long as we have that, then we're happy. It's happened, it's in the past, and we've got to move on and make the most of the season now. First F1 driver to do the streaming on Twitch. So rather than just you or any fan seeing me behind a camera at Formula One or driving a car, they see me at home playing games, just playing with my friends online, uh, shouting, screaming. Oh! That is. Oh, 
Again, just being that kind of normal person, doing my streaming on Twitch. A lot of people love it. Some people hate it. Some people use it as the excuse of why I might make, make, make um, mistakes sometimes and why I don't do as good of a job as my teammates sometimes and, and stuff like that. Like, it's easy when you have the differences to, for people to play the blame game and, and use it as, as, as excuses. But, um, yeah, I just got to laugh at it. Let's go. Well, I think many of them are obvious, like it's, it's to win races in Formula 1, it's to win a world championship. Ready, that is not As a driver, I say almost just as importantly for me is to win a championship as a team. You know, I've been with McLaren for five years now, almost. Um, I think when you kind of us pause. It, it, us pause. it just means more. That was McLaren driver Lando Norris. He's saying that it, he uh, is not trying to mean that uh, he is going to almost be out on tour, but he believes so that definitely a few times he will be winning that one. So let's see him be on top of the table. But still in F1 away from Loris, Lewis Hamilton says he's not carrying any baggage into the new season after the controversial end to last year's championship fight. He is going alone with no uh, baggage. So the Mercedes driver begins his quest for the record eighth worker title this weekend as the report uh, into last year's Abu Dhabi race is set to be published. He said, and I quote, I don't uh, hold any gorgeous. I don't have any baggages going into the season. It's just important to let go. All I can do is to try and shape what's ahead. I can't change the past. Absolutely. He can't change that. He got big time robbed. That's what the fans of, uh, you know, Lewis Hamilton, they are saying that he was really robbed uh, giving that title to Max Verstappen. But governing body of the FIA is due to publish on Saturday its long-awaited report into the mistakes that were made in Abu Dhabi when race director uh, Michael Massey failed to apply the rules correctly in the late safety car period and the destiny of the uh, title shifted from Lewis Hamilton, the very evergreen, the greatest one, to the Red Bull's Max Verstappen. And that is really sad that it happened like that, but it is what it is. We'll be hoping to see what the final verdict will be on Saturday. So in horse racing today, last year's uh, first three will face each other again in the Cheltenham Gold Cup on Friday. So the 2021 champion, Manila Indo, runner-up A, plus Todd and Album Photo are coming 11 contenders. They are among the 11 contenders in the race. So Galvin is another leading Irish challenger, while our very own Pro Tarotak, uh, Cherry, the, the Chantry House, and also Royal uh, Patrol are some of the British train hopefuls. So Robbie Powers will ride Manila Indo for trainer Henry uh, D. Bombhead with the Michelle and also uh, Blackmore on stable mate A plus Tad. So we hope to see what will be happening. But the Gold Cup, where the runners negotiate 22 uh, fences over three and a quarter final, a uh, quarter mouse in the Blue Riband event as the four day uh, Cheltenham Festival reaches a climax. So last year's race was, you know, held behind closed doors because of COVID 19. But a cell out they really did a sell out of 70,000 crowds and it's expected uh they're looking forward to have this one 70,000 crowds uh this season to see what it happened so if you're just not knowing that i told you today earlier if you were not able to hear that the playoffs for uh the cutter playoffs against ghana 
and Nigeria. Yes, between Ghana and Nigeria. They are having an electronic ticket. Yes, they are going electronic or just like the uh, electronic levy. levy. So they are having an electronic ticket. So if you want to go watch it in Kumasi, you definitely have to get a ticket yourself. And they are saying that a short call for getting the ticket is star 711 hash. And you follow the prompt to be able to get yourself a ticket. And if you want to do it like in a website form or an app form, you go to the website or you get the app. You sign up or buy as a guest. You select the March Ghana versus Nigeria. You select tickets, class, and quantity. Yes, that's why I said you can buy even 10 and give your, your neighbors and go with them as well. After buying, uh, selecting a ticket, class, and quantity, you choose payment option. From payment option, you make payment and you receive a ticket by, via email, SMS, or ticket wallet. So definitely go through this processes and uh, get yourself a ticket before 25th of March 2022. You don't have to miss this game because it's really, it's going to be a tough one. We hope that the best team wins on that. But don't also forget to join Ghana Talks Radio Predict and win game and win yourself a guaranteed 200 Ghana setters from Ghana Talks Radio each time you predict the end of the games uh, that will be happening each and every day of the weekend. Yes, you, do, you don't need any money. You don't need one city, five city to... Uh, to stake is not like that way. You just have to predict. And if you're correct, you win yourself that guaranteed 200 Ghana cities. So you can visit the website www.ghanatalksradio.com to join in or you can download our app uh, via Apple as iOS or um, our very own Play Store and get yourself the our app and participate to win yourself that 200 Ghana cities. Uh, this has been a sport tidbit with me, Sandra Asante on Ghana Talks Radio. 20 hits countdown is up next. Stay tuned. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking the nation. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. Ghana Talks Radio. Ghana Talks Radio. This is big. This is big. We are GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.
Yes, it's time for the Entertainment Having Ghana Talks Radio. I'm back again with you to give you exciting stories and entertainment. I told you that within this week that, you know, Peter Davidson will be uh, having that beautiful travel to space. But today, he has cancelled his space flight to protect Kim Kardashian on Earth from Kanye West. Have you heard this before? I'll give you insight on this. A U.S. comedian and actor Pete Davidson has cancelled his flight to outer space on Blue Origin to remain on Earth with his girlfriend Kim Kardashian. Amid the ongoing strife surrounding him, his lady love, and her former husband, Kanye West, who is called in 2022, yay. So the space company owned by Amazon tycoon Jeff Bezos tweeted, and I quote, Blue Origin's 20th flight of New Shepherd has shifted to Tuesday, 29th uh, March. Pete Davidson is no longer able to join the NS20 crew on this mission we announced a sith crew member in the common days so oh, for the sake of love he has decided to put it at halt now so the space company also did not elaborate on the reasons why davison's withdrawal from the trip which have been planned for 23rd of uh, march and 11 minutes jumped aboard a new shepherd you know sabotage rocket from the west texas desert to just beyond the atmosphere and back again we can tell but they can tell more and we are here to listen and to feed you too so away from that u.s reality tv star kim kardashian to her first post on instagram after former husband Kanye west was blocked from posting on the photo video sharing platform for 24 hours yes if you're just hearing it today, yes, it happened. Kanye West was blocked on Instagram for 24 hours. So keeping up with the Kardashian star took to Facebook own app to wish her brother Robert Kardashian on his birthday. So sharing a throwback photo. Yes, if you watch on Facebook, you can see that with the brother Kim said, and I quote, I love you so much, Robbie. Happy birthday. Rob Kardashian official words can't explain, describe, uh, even describe how special you are not only are you the funniest human being but just also the best human being ever oh my goodness this is the beautiful ever birthday red so early on thursday instagram said it had blocked rapper Kanye west who now goes by the name yay from using his account for 24 hours for violating a social media network's harassment policy amid, you know, his uh, divorce with Kim Kardashian. So that's what happened. That's why he went off for the whole 24 hours. But from Kanye to Pierce Morgan, Pierce Morgan is talking and taking a swipe at Meghan Markle, who has just confirmed her Spotify podcast release. So, per Variety Magazine, the Duchess of, um, you know, Cambridge is ready to get back on board with um, the music streaming giant after the platform has addressed misinformation around Corvus. Yes, Duchess of uh, Success is saying that. So, the tweet by Brian Shelter uh, is said that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's actual production company says it's satisfied that. Spotify is adequately addressing misinformation on its platform and announcement that, you know, the podcast featuring Meghan Markle will hit the audio streaming platform this summer. So the former Good Morning Britain host who is coming back with his new show was quick to mock the douches over the change of plans. You know that 
Piers Morgan is one of the haters of Meghan Markle. So definitely, if something doesn't go right, he would definitely hit back on her. So the statement came after Spotify podcaster Joel Rogan uh, came under fire for spreading false information around the virus. So both Meghan and husband Prince Harry strongly reacted to the scandal at that particular time. But BBC is having a big story here. And they said on Thursday that it had agreed to make a substantial payout to the former private secretary of the late Princess Diana over the corporation's now much criticized 19. 19- 95 interview with the Royal. So last May, a report concluded that, you know, BBC journalist Martin Bashir had used deceit to obtain the interview, which caused a sensation when Diana admitted to an affair and shared details of her marriage to the heir to the throne, Prince Charles. So in the statement, BBC said it had not reached a settlement with Patrick uh, Jefferson, who worked with Diana until shortly before her 1997 death in a parish car crash so bbc accept and acknowledge that serious harm was caused to you know commander jefferson as a result of the circumstances in which the 1995 interview with diana princess of wales was obtained which have become apparent as a result of dyson uh you know report so they are actually apologizing unreversely to commander jefferson for the harm caused to him and he has uh paid his legal cost as well so that's what bbc is telling us today but prince harry is here and he is striving hard to help africa with his charitable endeavors yes prince harry royalty i love talking about royalty you know it just it has some chills in there so 37 year old admitted that Inequalities increased further when Botswana was hit by COVID-19, effects of which are still experiencing uh, by natives. So in an annual report for his charity, the center bell, Harry noted that some of the areas that have deeply been impacted by the pandemic, in according to reports by Evening Standard, Harry and CSO acknowledged the improvement of vaccine rates in Southern Africa, but are worried for slow progress. So... This has created a p- compounding effect as the COVID-19 and HIV pandemics are, you know, uh, interwining in many ways. So parents and careers have lost their jobs and, you know, young people can't find work. Children have missed out on schooling. Gender-based violence has rocketed and young people tell us their mental health is deteriorating. So, you know, Prince Charles, uh, on top of that, brother Harry, yes, is definitely doing that, striving hard to help Africa with his charitable endeavors. So actor Tom Cruise is here and he is headed for the King's Film Festival in May for a long delayed world premiere of the Top Gun. I'm looking for the Top Gun. I know you're waiting for it too because fans can wait to see another exciting movie from him. So the organizer said that the Top Gun, yes, that's Maverick, will play out of competition on May 18th. I've been telling you to always stick it on your calendar so you don't forget it. On May 18th, 18th festival director Thierry Fremont said at a press conference in Paris. So the film was originally supposed to open back in 2020, but has been repeatedly delayed by COVID-19. So this weekend, I'm actually dedicating my weekend to pray over COVID-19 because it has really stayed for a long time. We don't understand why it's hurting a lot of things, but it picks up to the story of a maverick and his fighter pilot buddies 30 years at the event of the 1986 blockbuster original. So it's happening on 18th of May. Don't miss the Top Gun on that day. So 
Andrew Garfield is saying here, Superman. Yeah, I'm talking about Superman. And Andrew Garfield is sharing amusing behind, uh, you know, the scenes, conversations from the iconic Spider-Man mime shot in No Way Home. You can see that on your screen. People were loving it. Others didn't like it too. But speaking to Jimmy Kimmel, the TikTok boom star revealed that he, along with Toby Maguire and Tom Helland, awkward, not stop laughing as they uh, pose for the picture. So the Mimo shared official, yes, they shared official Spider-Man movie Twitter in February to promote the digital release on 15th of March. So he said, me and Toby... Uh, landed on set but they put us in the costumes and they said we were going to do the mime really quickly so he's saying that it wasn't that really because they kept on laughing laughing it wasn't easy of course and when it came out the fans love it too and we love it we all loved it yes so Kanye West is here again. Mr. Ye, 2022 Ye is here. And this time around, he's coming with Trevor Noah. So Trevor Noah is worried for, you know, brother, in quotes, brother Kanye West after the rapper unleashes his wrath. So Noah, who came under fire for commenting on Kanye's toxic behavior towards Kim Kardashian on social media, received a racial slur from the father of four as a result Kanye was banned from Instagram for 24 hours. So this is what responding to the post. Noah confers that his heart breaks to see Kanye in pain. So, you know, he said, I thought differently about how I spent my money because of you. I learned to protect my childlike creativity uh, from growing thoughts because of you. I still smell every day and I put on seatbelt because of you. The comedy central personality shirt. And he added that you were a serious rapper who also uh, knew not to take himself seriously. You effortlessly uh, brought comedy into music and made us all smile while we are uh, wrapped along and he's saying that he was really really uh, sad that this had to happen to Kanye West and he's saying that it really feels bad seeing him in pain but it is what it is I think we have to Donna talks radio Kanye one. West yesterday I told you that she's warning out every single person who is gonna do something to her baby I'm talking of the 90s bad girl she is here again today and she has become baby shopping and fans come keep calm i can keep calm too because you know the umbrella himika who is currently expecting her first child with boyfriend asap rocky yes was spotted at target as she strolled through aisles reserved for newborns that's what daily mail is reporting today we will be seeing the baby soon i can't wait to see the baby myself so the 33 year old millionaire who owns multiple brands stepped inside the economical retail store at one instead a songstress was spotted Picking up $18 oranges hitting. She is welcoming a baby girl. Yeah, so that's what I'm telling you. It's part of the shopping. We follow her to know what exactly we wanted to know. Whether it was a girl or a boy. So picking up that beautiful dress is definitely being a girl. But she can also try to pull her legs because she knew the paparazzi was following. So, you know, we might not tell unless we see the baby. I'm really excited about that. But Kim Kardashian is here. And she said that she will protect Kanye West toxic traits. That's what she is saying. So Kim Kardashian is adamant on giving her kids a loving family. And the 41-year-old who is currently struggling with ex-husband Kanye West social media antics says that she is taking the high road in this scenario. So speaking to uh, speaking to Ellen on the Ellen DeGeneres show, 
As she said, the mother of four confessed that she has learned to be patient from her parents, Chris Jenner and Robert Kardashian's relationship. She said, I think that's just who I am and always has such a good example in my mom and my dad in their relationship. So I'm always just hopeful and no matter what goes on, uh, it's the father of my kids and I will be protective. I always want my kids to see just the best of the best. So, oh, she's a beautiful mother everybody can get. That's what Kim is telling us today. And we hope to see that, whether she'll be having patience because there'll be a lot of things happening lately with Kanye West and all that. And we are actually not hoping to see them quarrel, you know, bringing up private conversations things out and she was actually complaining about it so it definitely tells that she has definitely patience so for italian director paolo sorrentino scoring the second oscar nominations of his career this year helped ease some of his lingering insecurities as a filmmaker so this really makes me happy and proud that's what sorrentino whose movie the hand of god is up for a best international feature and this month's academy award said in an interview that if the first time could have been attributed to chance the second proves that uh the one has done a good job over the years absolutely it is amazing to get an award is not easy so hand of god will compete with with Danish documentary Flea and Japanese film Drive My Car. Mm. Asian and titles of movies you cannot even imagine. So we just considered as the front runner because it was also nominated for the best picture among others. So not going with as a favorite one of the night of March 27th, yes, when the Golden Statues will be awarded in Los Angeles. He is uh, the tension of Sorrentino, who won a 2014 Academy Award with the movie The Great Beauty. So he's saying that he being nominated feels like you know he has worked over the years and he is really a deserving filmmaker so prince harry and Meghan markle is here and a representative of prince harry and Meghan markle's actual audio yes on thursday said the company has been encouraged by conversations by uh with spotify about policies practice and you know strategies to minimize the spread of misinformation so the rep said that uh the production of megan's first podcast series continues it will be launched in summer 2022 so you know the spotify signed a deal with harry and megan's uh you know production company actual audio in december 2020 uh, to produce and host a podcast for the servers but it so far only resulted in a single one-off episode but I remember that in january as spotify was being uh scrutinized for the deal with joel i'm talking of joe rogan Asherwood audio released a statement saying that it had raised concerns to spotify about the all true real consequences of covid19 misinformation on its platform oh covid19 is really causing a lot of things but you know Russia's uh, invasion of Ukraine is really still ongoing, just like COVID-19. It seems it is not there. It is there. And today, one of our finest uh, actors is in the news. And more than 10 uh, million people have watched Hollywood actor Arnold Schwarzenegger's message to the people of Russia in the dropout of Ukraine uh, war. So, uh, it's really sad that is happening and he has come open he has been the open person you know talking about this one from what i i can i can see and i can feel in the world and i can know as well so he said i love the russian people that's why i have to uh tell you the truth please watch and share he captioned uh, his video posted on twitter so let's check out the video i'll be back after that you see 
Ukraine did not start this war. Neither did nationalists or Nazis. Those in power in the Kremlin started this war. This is not the Russian people's war. They're also not being told the truth about the consequences of this war on Russia itself. I regret to tell you that thousands of Russian soldiers that have been killed. They have been caught between Ukrainians fighting for their homeland and the Russian leadership fighting. Oh my goodness. Well, the Terminator actor showed the story of his meeting with Russian hero Yuri Petrovich Vlasov when he was 14 years old boy in 1961 before explaining how Putin's invasion has destroyed Ukrainian cities and forced 3 million people to flee the conflict. So that's what he's saying, that they should be stopping it. But before we wrap it up, due to what happened to Kanye West, hundreds of people who signed petition to drop Kanye West as Coachella headliner. Yes, that's what is really a trended right now. So Kanye West's latest antics have prompted critics to call on Coachella to drop the rapper as one of the most festivals 2022 headliner. So under the alias Kim Pete, an artisan launched uh, a change.org petition uh, saying that organizers should be ashamed of themselves for giving West any more of a platform to spew hate uh, towards ex-wife Kim Kardashian and her new boyfriend Pete Davidson. So we have watched Kanye's harass, manipulate and hurt Kim, Pete and others over a year now. That's what the petition reads, which amassed more than 1,650 signatures. You heard it right? 1,650 signatures by Thursday afternoon. So it might have been uh, you know, double up till now. So no one seems to want to stand up to him and uh, the ones that do, he puts and the fire as well. This is ridiculous that he is allowed to freely do this. So the last time we check, Kanye West were calling on, you know, um, Billy Eilish to apologize to um, talking to uh, Travis Scott over the tragedy that happened uh, some time ago at the Astro Road. And today he is on the line losing that particular being headliner of the 2022 Coachella. So the petition was created on the same day that Instagram suspended Ye uh, from posting for 24 hours after his repeated attacks on Kardashian and Pete Davidson as well as, uh, you know, Hungly, I'm talking about and Trevor Noah, and the latter of whom the German winner called a racial slave for defending that reality star. So it's really, really sad that that's going on. We don't know what Coachella will be saying. We hope to see if they'll be taking in the petition or they will thrash it out and made him the 2022 headliner of Coachella. So if you're a fan of Kanye West, you have to pray for him because he can lose this one. This is really something that fans, other fans are looking forward to seeing him at Coachella. Thank you so much for joining me on Entertainment Hub. This is why I'm wrapping it up on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sanjo Asante. I will urge you to enjoy your weekend to the very fullest, but I'm signing out now. DJ Carberidge will be in the studios from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. only on Ghana Talks Radio for that sweet musical drive. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned.